ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Janice Porter. Welcome to Relationships Rule. And my guest this week is Julie Boyer. And first of all, welcome, Julie. Hi, Janice. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. Julie actually comes to us from Vancouver Island, and I want to share a little bit about what Julie's all about, because I think we'll be able to dig in quite uh, quickly with her topic, uh, her favorite topic. Julie Boyer is the host of also of a podcast called Wake Up With Gratitude. And she is an intuitive business and health coach and three-time Amazon best-selling author. Julie has practiced gratitude for more than a decade and founded Wake Up With Gratitude in 2017. Your source for gratitude inspiration, photos, prints, thank you cards, workshops, and more. This business was born after she survived a week-long coma due to a bacterial infection after her second miscarriage. That life-threatening experience taught her that every single day is a gift. And Julie currently lives on Vancouver Island, which I mentioned, where she balances several home-based businesses while homeschooling her 10-year-old daughter. Her mission is to inspire you to wake up with gratitude every day. And again, um, wow. That's quite, I know your story and it is, it's deep, but I'm going to start in a lighter place and say, okay, so how would you teach me having not gone through the trauma you went through? Thank goodness. I've, although I've had miscarriages, I didn't have the, the, um, the life-threatening piece that you had that followed that. Um, how do you teach someone to wake up with gratitude every day, because we don't all do that. Yeah, that's such a great question. And I think it's the foundation of any gratitude practice. So for me, gratitude, it lays like any other kind of practice, like a yoga practice or meditation. And it's a habit that you create and every day you're practicing and it's going to change and evolve over time. And the ways that I choose to wake up with gratitude have definitely changed and evolved over the past 10 years or so. My simplest thing though, uh, that I think a lot of people can do really easily is to change the name of their alarm on their phone. So when you set an alarm to wake up, you can actually change the name of your alarm. So my alarm is I am grateful. So when my alarm goes off, I see I am grateful. So it's that quick little reminder to have a moment of gratitude when your alarm goes off instead of being like frustrated or annoyed or whatever, when your alarm goes off, um, is just that moment of like, huh, okay, I'm grateful. And I have a little mantra that I say, I say, thank you for this gift of another day and the opportunity to be of service to others and to make a difference in the world. And that... That's it. Yeah. That is like the simplest thing to do. And why I tie it to the alarm is because you use an alarm every day. Most people do. And even though, um, I don't always have to wake up at the same time every day, I have a second alarm. That's a little bit later. If I do sleep in same thing, just a reminder to, to be grateful. 
Oh, that's so precious, actually. That's and, and so simple because I know creating new habits takes time and I, I never quite make it to the third week or whatever with some things that don't resonate. So I totally agree with um, spreading kindness, being grateful for things, because you, as you know, I'm involved with a company called Sando Cards, and we'll talk about your cards in a minute, but um, I have created a habit for myself to act on my promptings and, and be grateful and show that to other people. And usually if you're um, sending out to give, as we say in send out cards, not to get, you send out to give, then it, it helps elevate you and, and um, how you think and believe as well too, right? I, I mean, that's what I truly like to believe. Um, and I know that you have behind you, and we're not on video, but you have these beautiful photos behind you on the wall. Tell me a little bit about those because I know that's going to um, be a curiosity piece for my audience because I can't see them. That's true. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so I love taking photos. I've taken photos since I was a child. I had my first camera at age six. I got a Kodak disc for those who remember that camera, oh, the no. photos, they came in a little disc and we had to get them developed. <laughs> who remembers those days, the excitement of getting that envelope in your hand and not knowing what the pictures look like. So I'm I have, happy. I've loved taking photos and a number of years ago when I got my Samsung S6, so the Galaxy S6 model, I decided that I would really start taking photos with my phone instead of with a camera because I hadn't upgraded my camera in a number of years. So I started taking photos with my smartphone and it really turned into a form of art for me. And I've always loved watching the sunrise and then moving to Vancouver Island two years ago. So I'm originally from Eastern Canada. And moving to Vancouver Island, it is a really an amazing place because you can see the sunrise and the sunset on the same day at the same beach, depending on the time of the year. So, you know, the, the very first day that I came to the island was in July and we saw the sun setting. Mm -hmm. And then the next morning I could see the sunrise at the very same beach, just at a different area. So I was like, I am sold on this place. <laughs> And so I started taking photos with my phone and friends from back East, I was sharing them on Facebook and friends from back East were like, these are stunning. I love your photos. And I just, yeah, I, somebody wanted to buy one. And I just sort of, that's kind of where I got the idea to build it into a business, but the business part is great. But the part for me, that's really awesome is it's, it's a bit of a meditation practice and a gratitude practice for me to go to the beach for sunrise. And sometimes there's no sunrise. Like today, there was very little light, but I went anyway and just enjoyed the moment. I took a video of the waves crashing. And so it becomes part of that meditation and gratitude practice. You go every day? No. Oh, okay. uh, what, well, when I first moved here, which was two and a half years ago, mm -hmm. we uh, shared a home with my parents. That was a decision we made to buy a house with my parents. And when we first moved in, their suite needed a renovation and did not have a full kitchen. So imagine being in your forties with your own family and then literally living with your parents again. Um, but you're the one with the kitchen and you're the one trying to cook for everybody. And anyways, it was a lot. So I actually would escape to the beach every single day. 
for months. I like, I physically had to go there in order to be able to ground myself Mm -hmm. and to keep myself, keep my energy protected every single day. But now if it's raining and gray, I don't necessarily. (laughs) Well, you know, and you just said something about, you know, grounding yourself and having that space for yourself as well so that you can, um, uh, function at the level you want to function at. I, I've been um, babysitting my 19-month-old granddaughter uh, quite a bit lately to help my daughter out. And uh, I'm finding that the days that I have her, they're full, right? Because she is con- she never sleeps, this child. She never sleeps, very little. She's always on the move. And so I adore it and I love everything about it. But I find that when I finally get her to sleep or they finally left, you know, in the evening, I just need time for me to just debrief, like unwind and just have nothing time because I'm exhausted. But um, I can't go just from her to going to do something, you know, else. I just I have to come down. So that time is valuable and important, I think, for everybody for whatever reasons that they need it. But um, do you teach, um, do you teach uh, workshops or seminars or around um, gratitude, growing your business with gratitude around that peace and time for yourself? And you're, you do yoga, right? Do you teach I am not a yoga teacher, oh, okay. although the funny thing is, is I'm teaching a, a sh- very short yoga session tomorrow for a, for a business group that I work with. Oh, I was like, I'll volunteer. Just, you can follow me along for my little sure. mini yoga practice. So the workshop that I just did actually in January is I do uh, just a building uh, your year on a foundation of gratitude. So I truly believe, I do believe in business planning and goals, but I also believe that When we build those goals on a foundation of gratitude first, I think that's really, really critical is to do that first. And one thing, you know, it doesn't matter when you're listening to this. I think one thing you can do is a review of the past 12 months from a gratitude perspective. So what you can do is look at, you know, different aspects of your life. So whether it's family, finances, um, uh, fitness, exercise, Uh, your spirituality, uh, personal growth. And you can look at these categories and then look back at the last 12 months and find a couple of things from each category that you're grateful for that happened in the past year. And I find what it does is it, it helps bring a perspective to a year that might not have been that simple for a lot of people. I know we underwent massive changes a lot of us really feel like we have very little freedom to do the things that we would love to do. And we don't know really when that's going to change. So instead of focusing on the lack and what we cannot do, this review of the 12 months and finding gratitude in each little area of your life, I promise you that like you can find something grateful to be about your job or your career, even if you lost your job. Right. Like you'll be able to find something. Well, maybe the job loss turned into a benefit and you found something else even better, or maybe the job loss gave you time to recover and heal because you were burnt out. Right. Wherever it is, that perspective looking back, I think just really helps you to go forward with a different attitude. So before your, um, aha moment and, and, you know, your, uh, crisis that you went through that that made you realize that you wanted to be grateful for every single day um were you ever 
a person who um, was negative? Yeah, so that's a great question. So I recently um, went into the garage and I had my journals from high school. So I love writing in journals and have been doing it for a long time. And really that time in high school when I was reading those journals, uh, that girl, that young lady really didn't have a lot of good things to say. It was very negative, uh, very, and I was going through a lot, you know, now I can look back and see that, you know, I grew up, there were a lot of great things that my parents did, but a lot of the things that I grew up in, in our home were not healthy. Mm -hmm. And I can see that now. So I actually, you know, I took all those journals and I burned the pages. It felt really, really good to let that go. And I, you know, I, you know, when you get that question, like, what would you have told your teenage self? I would have, the message I would give her is like, be kinder to yourself. Cause you're so hard on yourself. And instead of a journal where you're just like, always angry, like maybe try a gratitude journal would have been a great suggestion for me. So, um, it's interesting because there are definitely people in my life that still would say that I'm a negative person. Really? Um, yeah. I, I mean, there are definitely people that are always going to criticize and only find the things, the moments where you're a human being and you have a bad day. Right. But overall, do I, am I less of a negative person? Of course, because of all this hard work that I do, but you know, I get into fights with my spouses, just like my spouse, just like everyone else does. Right. That's sure. Of course. But what you just said made me think about, okay, so there's a woman in, in, uh, that I know well, and you may even know her, but she's an NLP, um, trainer and she always talks about, um, you have to clean up your language and how you speak to, you know, become more positive and be more aware of it. And I've started to realize that, I mean, I know I'm not the most positive person in the world. I know that. And my kids tell me that a lot. Um, so, you know, being aware is always half the battle, but you know, something you just said was, uh, you know, there's, a, there's always people who will, you know, criticize you or, or, you know, say you're being negative, but I always wonder if it's because they can then pull you down to their level. It's really interesting uh, because this happened fairly recently where someone that I respected uh, attacked me, like really attacked me and just said like, you don't even, you're not even a grateful person. Like you don't even know what gratitude is. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I, and I, I couldn't even reply because I was so shocked. And What's interesting is I later found out that this person was going through a really, really tough personal personal battle at the time. And that likely some of that language that was directed at me actually wasn't directed to me. I just happened to be in the, like, in this space when the person like needed to get that stuff out. But it, it, you know, it shook me. I was like, oh, wow. That's so that's the point. Janice is like, you know, there are, you, you know, there are people who are going to look at me and just like, not think that I'm a grateful person. And then the rest of the world are going to look at me and say, Oh, Julie, she's a gratitude guru. Mm -hmm. And, but that's not your opinion is none of my business. Okay. Yeah. That's a really good point, right? Your opinion is none of my business. So mm -hmm. I was upset that those, that person said those words to me and I thought, but wait a minute, that is this person's opinion. And I can choose to believe it or not. And I can choose to analyze my behavior or not to see if it was applicable. And maybe there were things that I could do better, but I believe that for the most part, I am a grateful person, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to keep doing my best. 
Exactly. And I would imagine though, once you analyze that and we're able to let go of it probably sooner than somebody else who might be thinking, God, what did I do? What was it? You know, and it's all about what you did, but really, in fact, it probably wasn't like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I find, you know, when I do, for example, get into uh, like an altercation with my spouse or something, or, you know, disagreement with somebody, it usually comes from something that I'm not dealing with and something that's bothering me. Mm-hmm. And I find it challenging because I'm like, I'm like, I'm such a grateful person. Why am I having such a hard time right now? And so I share this to say that, you know, you, you read my bio and I do all these things around gratitude and yet I still have these challenges and moments, most days where I'm not vibrating in gratitude. And yes, they probably don't last as long as others, but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen in my own life. Well, and, and that's, you know, that's fair. And that's uh, very honest of you to say. And I, and I appreciate that because, you know, we're not perfect, right? We always, and it, we learn more from our mistakes usually as well, or, or, you know, those times when it's not quite right. So um, how would you, how would you advise people or train people? I, I call myself, I'm a trainer, a teacher. I'm not sure what you're, you know, how you see yourself that way, but um you talk about a workshop or a keynote that you've done about how to grow your business with gratitude. Mm -hmm. So what are three really important things to do to make that happen? So one of my things that I do, and I just did it for this call is every time I have a new customer, I do send them, I choose to write us a handwritten card because I have cards that I love and I made them with my pictures And I actually made custom cards that I don't sell that have a specific image that just comes from me. It just says, I appreciate your business inside. And then I send them a a personal note. Sometimes I'll include other little things in there, but that handwritten note or using a service like send out cards after uh, you get the sale, I think is so critical to thank the customer for their business Mm -hmm. because they, they forget, right. Or no one really ever takes that time or that effort to thank them. Mm -hmm. Um, in my business as well, in my nutrition and wellness business, I have a lot of customers that order on a monthly basis. So they're, they have recurring orders. They continue to order products as, you know, as they need them. And so another really important thing, and a lot of businesses have recurring incomes. Think about your insurance, for example, like you have a life insurance policy, you probably have an advisor And every month they're earning a little bit from your policy payment that you're making. When was the last time one of them sent you a thank you card? I know. Right? Like they just don't, a lot of these kind of roles in our lives have recurring payments and we just don't think about the client who pays us every single month. So that's another thing that I do. I'll send a text message to say, thank you again for your loyalty. A couple of times a year, I'll do a bunch of loyalty cards and just say, thank you. And what I think is really important too, is when you're sending a thank you card, um, there's no sale involved. There's no, like, I'm trying to get you to buy something else. It literally is the most important thing that I like to say is thank you so much for your trust in me and for your loyalty. Mm -hmm. And those like trust and loyalty are really, really hard to find these days. And we can, you know, we know that once we have a customer, keeping that customer is what is going to pay us in the long run, as opposed to continuing to try and gather new customers. So I do use the physical cards. I use text messages, uh, emails as well, but you and I both know that receiving a physical card in the mail really sets people apart because we just don't get 
we just don't even really get any mail anymore. Like everything's electronic. So that box is often empty or filled with flyers and that's it. Yeah. yeah so I totally agree with you. It's like, um, when you get a card from someone, they still don't always get it right because they'll say PS, um, any referrals would be mm-hmm. appreciated. And it could be a birthday card and they're saying that yeah. it could be a thank you card and they're saying that and make it just about them. Give, yeah. give, give to give. And, um, it's, it's kind of fun when I teach my clients how to do that and say, no, I do think it'd be great to put that PS on there today. You know, let's save that for a card all by itself, you know, just an unexpected card that, you know, you, you could, we always go with give, 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 ask. Yeah. Give, give, ask. Yeah. The Gary Vaynerchuk jab, 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 right. Yeah, right. And, uh, and, and the 80, 20 rule, right. I mean, yeah. that's and what I it think. I think too, something we forget about in business is that um, a lot of our businesses grow through referrals or introductions to other people. So a simple, like if I'm introduced to someone else by email, just thanking the person for introducing us. And that sounds really simple, but you'll be surprised how often people forget to just say thank you for the introduction. Mm -hmm. Little simple things like that. We forget Um, even when, you know, sending emails, like starting your email with a thank you, as opposed to just getting into what you really need. I think the little times that we just say, thank you, um, you know, as kids, we're always reminded to say, thank you. Uh, maybe not always appropriately, but we forget as business owners that, you know, our, when was the last time you thanked a supplier? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like for those, of us- sorry, I just, I was thinking that just, two days ago, I was thinking something that, that I experienced with a supplier. I can't even remember who it was now. And I was going to ask for their address and I didn't. And I wanted to send them a thank you card for how they had been. And then I didn't follow through. And I must remember to do that when I think of it, because you have to act on those promptings and make it work. Um, Although I hear very often, like, I remember, I'll never forget a few years ago, I bought a brand new car and I hadn't bought a brand new car for a long time. I was really excited. And um, I asked the sales guy to take a picture of me with, in my car and he did. And then I put that picture on a card and I sent it to him and said, thank you for you know the great experience. I'm going to love my car. And he phoned me and he said, that was a super card that you sent. I should have sent you that card. And I, of course, wanted him to know that. But he got it. But then did he follow through? Probably not. Yeah, there's there's just so many ways we can be creative with our thanks and with gratitude. And we just forget that there's so many people uh, that are affecting our business in a positive way. You know, maybe you have like an executive assistant and you thank them once a year on the executive assistant day. It's like, no. And I'm not saying we need to shower people with gifts all the time because that's disingenuous. I think even just like remembering to say thank you when someone does some work for us and expressing gratitude in that way helps grow our business. And I do think the foundation of any really successful business starts with gratitude. You know, I do, I interview a lot of entrepreneurs for my podcast. Mm -hmm. And even if our story doesn't start about gratitude, we end up there because I know that any successful entrepreneur has some kind of gratitude practice. And even those that are like, I don't really have a specific thing that I do, but I do remember one. And she said, you know, for me, what I just live this way. Like I just really focus on looking for the good in every situation 
and giving thanks. And that's just the way that this entrepreneur lives. And she runs like a multi-million dollar business, right? So never underestimate the power of, of simple everyday gratitude to grow your business. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. And um, I think in, okay, so I know that you are in the network marketing um, world as am I. And uh, with one of your, I know you're multi uh, entrepreneur, multifaceted entrepreneur, um, but yours is a health and wellness business and it fits nicely with everything else that you do. Um, do you find that you have to teach people in that world? Um, because they, the, my experience lately, actually, it's interesting. Someone came to a networking meeting um, that I was at and I could tell right away they were a network marketer by the name of the business I'd never heard of before, but just the way that she introduced it. And I was cringing because, you know, when people do what she did, it gives all of us a bad name. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we have to separate from the company and uh, speak to how we help people or how we, right. And so do you find you have to teach that kind of thing to people in your industry? So what's really interesting, Janice, is that the more work that I do in gratitude and the more that I grow that part of my brand and my business, the more people I attract to my team that already act in this way. Lovely. So what I've learned is it's way more fun to attract people into your business that have similar feelings around gratitude and the way we treat other people than to try and work with people that really don't align in that way in terms of the way that they would do business. So I've learned that it's really costly in my business to say yes to working with someone who doesn't align with our team values and my values. It costs me, even if they could be like a huge, whatever, a big success or whatever it looks like, that costs me more in the long run than it does to find the people and the personalities first, because we can train the skills, right? Anyone can learn the skills to be successful in network marketing or in any other business skills we can teach and train. I've always been really big on choose the person first. So do you find, you say you're there, you, they come to you. Is it through the other things that you do that then Sometimes. I mean, I'm always reaching out to new people and connecting okay. in so many ways, but uh, some people find me and they generally, if they find me, they, they find me through the gratitude work that I do. Uh, the podcast, you know, that's, it's a really big connector. You know, I connect with a lot of people through the podcast now. Uh, it's, it's interesting, especially through Instagram. I find that I'm getting more and more asks through Instagram, through the gratitude part of what I do. But what's cool is that, you know, one of the reasons why I love my network marketing business is that it doesn't, it doesn't something I do full-time. It doesn't take my full-time hours, but what it does is it really just provides a vehicle for so many people to have more freedom and to have a really an online business that they might not have had before. And we teach that and we train about that. And a lot of people that come to me through the gratitude business, whether they're a lot of them are coaches or therapists or practitioners who do a lot of work one-on-one, -on -one, which is great, but it's really hard to scale that kind of work because you physically cannot see more right. clients. Even if you're seeing them online, 
in one day or one week. So it's kind of neat how I can provide a way for people to learn these skills and at the same time, like invest in being in their best health. I mean, who doesn't want to be healthy? I think whatever business you're in showing up and looking healthy and radiant, I think is going to attract you more clients. doesn't matter what your business is, right? Yeah. And then when you vibrate at a higher level, that's just a bonus, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, okay. I'm going to just, if if I may ask you a couple last questions. Um, I always talk about um, being a curious person. I am a curious person. I love to ask questions, which is probably why I love having a podcast. Um, Would you say, there's two parts to this question. Um, uh, Is there one thing in particular or what right now are you curious about? That's the first part. And the second part is, do you think curiosity is innate or learned? So I'm going to start with part two, which is that I do think that all, like all people are born curious. Okay. I think that's like a survival thing for a baby is to have that curiosity and that willingness to explore mm-hmm. and to that's how we learn the world is through our curiosity. And just on a side note, you know, the way that I, my daughter does her schooling is I allow her to follow her curiosity. And I've learned a lot from her about really following curiosity and learning new things. So a lot of my curiosity lately has really been around this whole world of podcasting. I've been doing it for a year mm-hmm. and I've wanted to grow and evolve what I'm doing. And so I'm learning, I'm, you know, exposing myself to different groups and apps and that kind of thing to really understand what I can do and build and grow with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, that's where my, and, and I'm also curious around um, what if I spend this year really focusing on my strengths and outsourcing everything else or just letting it go completely. So a big thing for me that I let go of was I did hire an audio engineer to, uh, just to do the audio and put together my podcast in that way. I still do all the marketing and everything, but even though I can do that, it was getting frustrating for me and it was taking me a long time and to let go of that, something that I was doing well enough, like good enough so that I can make room for doing more of the great, which is the podcasting part and also giving me time to be a guest, right? It's, I don't have a ton of time to be guests on other people's podcasts, but now I've taken like three hours of work off my plate. So yeah, I've really been curious and involved and really diving into this world of podcasting because I still think it, there's a lot of growth to be done in this world and a lot of ways that we can contribute through podcasting. Mm-hmm. I have to piggyback on that. That's another conversation for sure, because we've talked about that a little bit as well. And yeah, there's a lot of power in it that I'm probably leaving on the table as well. Same thing. Um, so that's great. Thank you. And uh, lastly, um, what is one piece of advice that you can share with my audience that has helped you the most in business? It's a marathon, not a sprint. Okay. And wait, don't you run marathons? I used to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I think, and especially in network marketing, I wish this would just go away that it's like, you can make money quickly and all these things. It is just not true of any 
sustainable business. And so I would inspire your audience to, instead of thinking about what can I do in a year? And Tony Robbins says this all the time. Like we overestimate what we can do in a year. We underestimate what we can do in a decade. Get in there for the long game. Know that like, you don't have to be an overnight success in your business for it to still be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, keep learning, keep growing, keep moving in the forward. Cause if you're not moving forward, I promise you, you're not standing still. You're going backwards. <laughs> But this understanding that it takes time, it takes effort, it takes um, commitment to build a business. And, you know, my first year of doing my photo business, you know, I made like a couple hundred dollars. And then, you know, last year, I think I made like, I don't know, seven, 8,000 gross, which is actually really good for a business that I don't put a lot of time and effort into and only touch a couple hours a week. So it had like this enormous, I mean, it's like a thousand percent growth, <laughs> which, you know, on paper, that number looks great. But my point is like, I could have given up after that first, like 18 months where I didn't really make much money, but then I had to figure out like what products in that business do people actually want to buy? Mm-hmm. Right. Like so much learning. So yeah, that's my, my best advice. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I love it. Thank you, Julian. Thank you for being here. Um, I invite my my audience to let us know if they enjoyed this um, episode by leaving comments and subscribing to the podcast, leaving a review would be awesome. And again, to my audience, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And I say that with gratitude and remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.